Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thor Love and Thunder could have its own Illuminati moment. Between Eternals, Moon Knight, and now Thor Love and Thunder, Marvel's Phase 4 is absolutely jam-packed with gods and godlike beings across a plethora of different pantheons. We saw the Ennead assemble in Moon Knight, and we were treated to glimpses of Olympus and Russell Crowe as Zeus in the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. And if you thought things take a turn for the violent and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, then buckle up, because a new image from Thor Love and Thunder suggests that the Taika Waititi-directed movie could have an Illuminati moment of its very own. You know, in case having a villain named Gore the God Butcher wasn't enough of a clue for you. Now we're gonna break it all down for you in just a moment, but if you're worried about spoilers of any sort, leave now while you still can. There she is. I took it out of here. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? So there's a new image making the rounds that teases yet another major gathering of gods in the Marvel Universe. This time it appears to be the Council of Godheads. The image depicts Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie, the reigning king of New Asgard, seated on a throne-like chair next to Natalie Portman's Jane Foster in her mighty Thor regalia. While one might be tempted to guess this is a throne room on New Asgard, the chair below them suggests this is actually a fancy assembly hall of sorts. Seated in the chair below them is actress Akosia Sabet, who's rumored to be playing Bastet, aka Bast, a former Egyptian goddess who left the Ennead and Celestial Heliopolis behind to become the panther god of Wakanda. Now, much like Mark Spector became Conchu's avatar in Moon Knight, the original Black Panther thousands of years ago served as Bast's avatar imbued with her powers. Now, her presence here, along with the fact that countless other pantheons exist in the Marvel Universe, suggests that this is an assembly of the Council of Godheads. Created by Mark Gruenwald, Ralph Macchio, not that one, and Keith Pollard, the Council first appeared in 1980's Thor number 300, a story appropriately titled Twilight of the Gods. The Council of Godheads was first assembled by Zeus and Odin to determine how to deal with a host of celestials who were preparing to judge mankind worthy of preservation or destruction. In this instance, Odin proposed they choose from their number a delegation of gods to meet with the celestials on their arrival. And that could prove very important here in Thor Love and Thunder. But in this upcoming sequel, the Celestials won't be the biggest threat to these gods' continued existence. Rather, it's the aforementioned Gore the God Butcher played by Christian Bale. And as his name suggests, Gore's mission in life is to murder every god ever across time and space. Now, we already saw evidence of Gore's handiwork with the corpse of Falagar, a powerful god on the galactic frontier as depicted in the first trailer. Although we did see Zeus presiding over his people on what appeared to be Olympus like the Grandmaster in his arena on Sakaar, this council likely assembles to determine the best path forward for dealing with Gore's god butchery. However, they likely aren't meeting on Olympus. This could actually be taking place in Omnipotent City. Created by Jason Aaron and Asad Ribic, Omnipotent City first appeared in Thor God of Thunder number 3. It was basically a parliament of sorts, said to have been constructed billions of years ago by the Elder Gods as a nexus for all gods to come and meet. And what better place for a council of godheads to assemble than the parliament at a place called Omnipotent City? 
Some, like comic book resources, have theorized that we won't see Olympus at all in this movie, but rather an Olympus-themed part of Omnipotent City. Ah, come to Little Olympus, try the grape leaves in the Spanakopita, where the ambrosia pours out of amphoras and flows like wine. Or water. Whatever it flows like. I guess it's all alcohol, so who cares? Now, personally, I'm more of the mind that we'll see both locations in this movie, because if you're going to give us one wild, extra-dimensional location full of otherworldly gods, why not make it two? Presumably, King Valkyrie and Jane Foster are there as representatives of Asgard, and Bast is there as a representative of the Wakandan pantheon. As for Thor himself, well, the Odin son might just be off meditating on a mountain somewhere seeking inner peace. So what is the likeliest course of action for this council to take? Well, much like the original council did, they're going to put together a team, not for diplomacy, but for destruction. They're going to assemble the God Squad. I know, I know, this goofy named group was first assembled in 2008's Incredible Hercules 117 during the events of Secret Invasion to battle against the Scroll Pantheon. The team consisted of five core gods, Hercules from the Greek Pantheon, Mikaboshi, the god of evil and darkness from the Japanese Kami, Ajak, the speaker of the Celestials from the Aztec Pantheon, Naraya, aka Snowbird from Alpha Flight chosen by the god of the north, and Atum, the Demogorge, devourer of gods himself from the Egyptian Pantheon. Now, of course, one thing led to another, and eventually Mikaboshi started absorbing other Pantheon's powers and called himself the Chaos King or whatever, leading to another all-out war, but that's a story for another movie. Here, though, the God Squad could be of crucial importance because they will serve as this supposed elite strike force by a group of gods who are running scared. Now, the folks at Screen Rant posit that the God Squad will consist of the same group we saw strolling the streets of Olympus in the first trailer. Thor, Mighty Thor, Valkyrie, and Korg. And while I agree that will likely be the core of the final team that takes down Gore the God Butcher, I don't think they're going to be the original lineup of the God Squad. As we've seen time and time again in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the gods are arrogant, indolent beings who think they know best. Puny God. They think that their people likely can handle any situation better than any other pantheons probably would. So rather than relying on this largely Asgardian detachment, I think we'll see a version of the God Squad get assembled with members across a broad swath of pantheons, only for them to then get immediately turned into divine hamburger meat by Gore the God Butcher, hence the aforementioned Illuminati moment. Because, much like the Illuminati space also contained a way to access the Gap Junction, the space between realities containing the Book of Vishanti, the Council of Godhead's chamber also has secret portals. These ones lead to each of their respective divine realms. And for someone like Gore, who's intent on murdering every last god, having an easy way to travel between these divine realms would make his butchering at least 25% easier. Now, whether or not Gore will gain control of the portals in the Council of Godhead's chambers remains to be seen, but it would absolutely give a sense of apocalyptic stakes to this film and clear a path for the Asgardian God Squad to do righteous battle with Gore himself. For now, though, the only thing that seems for certain is the fact that we'll be seeing a metric ton of gods reduced in number by Gore and his Necrosword. We'll be waiting with bated breath for more clues about what's to come, and we'll have even more MCU deep dives for you in the days ahead. For now, though, tell us, what do you think of this theory? Who would you want to see on an MCU God Squad? There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com. 